The unofficial end to summer is here. School has started for most, football season is upon us, and soon the leaves will be changing color. At the DSR Network, we remain as busy as ever with a full slate of podcasts scheduled for the fall. In the coming weeks, we'll be launching two new shows with new hosts, creating even more content for our members. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, bonus content, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of September, you'll receive 20% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SCHOOL at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SCHOOL. Thank you for your support. It's September 8th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Leaders of the G20 major economies arrived in New Delhi for their annual summit amidst ongoing struggles to bridge differences related to the war in Ukraine. Security measures included the removal of slums, monkeys, and stray dogs from the streets, along with closures of businesses, offices, and schools in the Central District. However, the summit faces challenges due to deep divisions over Russia's war, potentially hindering progress on issues like food security, debt distress, and climate change cooperation. The absence of Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russia's Vladimir Putin adds to the complexity, though notable leaders like U.S. President Joe Biden German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, and others are in attendance. The primary point of contention revolves around the language in the leader's declaration on the war, with Western countries seeking a strong condemnation, while India emphasizes the avoidance of geopolitics in the forum. Disagreements on climate change cooperation further complicate matters. Despite these challenges, India aims to showcase its fast-growing economy and geopolitical stature as the summit host. President Joe Biden and Prime Minister Narendra Modi are strengthening their relationship, with Biden visiting New Delhi just months after a state visit to the White House. Their partnership is driven by shared concerns, including an assertive China and challenges like climate change, artificial intelligence, and global supply chain resilience. Modi has heavily promoted the upcoming G20 summit where they will meet, and Biden will be a guest at the Indian Prime Minister's residence for their talks. Despite their ideological differences, both leaders are increasingly united against China's maneuvers in the Indo-Pacific. The visit also comes amid tensions between China and India over border disputes, with China releasing a controversial map. The White House is expected to discuss various issues, including the Indian Ocean region, but major deals like those from the June state visit are less likely. Human rights concerns in India and Russia's war in Ukraine remain contentious issues, but the U.S. aims to maintain dialogue on these topics. Ukraine's former defense minister, Alexei Reznikov, has cautioned Western counterparts that negotiations with Russia will not lead to peace, emphasizing that Vladimir Putin's objective is the complete destruction of Ukraine and the assimilation of its citizens into the Russian Federation. 
Reznikov argues that any deal with Russia would merely be a ploy to buy time and further Russia's goal of eradicating Ukrainian statehood. He draws parallels to historical events, likening it to appeasement with Nazi Germany in 1938. Reznikov resigned amid procurement scandals, and his remarks coincide with Ukraine's ongoing counteroffensive and U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's visit to Kiev, where he pledged additional military aid. Reznikov calls for international support in defending Ukraine's sovereignty and preventing further aggression from Russia. In other news, Elon Musk secretly instructed his engineers to deactivate Starlink satellite communications near the Russian-occupied Crimea coast to thwart a planned Ukrainian drone strike targeting the Russian naval fleet in Sevastopol, fearing it could lead to nuclear conflict, according to an excerpt from Walter Isaacson's forthcoming biography. Musk later clarified that the satellites in those regions were never activated rather than deactivated. This incident marked a shift in Musk's support for Ukraine, as he chose not to allow his satellites to be used for offensive purposes. This decision strained his relationship with Ukrainian forces, as he limited their use of Starlink in Russian-controlled regions and for drone control, emphasizing his desire to prevent the conflict from escalating into a world war. North Korea has launched its first operational tactical nuclear attack submarine named Hiro Kim Kun-uk as part of Kim Jong-un's plan to develop a nuclear-armed navy. The submarine is designed to launch tactical nuclear weapons from underwater and marks a significant development for North Korea's navy. While the exact number of missiles it can carry is unspecified, experts suggest it could carry up to 10 of North Korea's nuclear weapons. Kim Jong-un emphasized the need for rapid development of North Korea's navy and plans to turn existing submarines into nuclear-armed attack submarines while accelerating the development of nuclear-powered submarines. Some analysts are skeptical of the submarine's capabilities and view it as a resource misallocation, potentially endangering North Korean citizens. The launch comes amid ongoing weapons tests and diplomatic activities involving North Korea, including an upcoming meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Former Trump aide Peter Navarro has been found guilty of contempt of Congress for refusing to cooperate with an investigation into alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election results. Navarro faces up to one year in prison for each of the two contempt counts. He argued that the Department of Justice had a long-standing policy that senior White House advisors could not be compelled to testify before Congress, but was found guilty by a jury. Navarro's lawyers are seeking an appeal and a mistrial, alleging that jurors encountered protesters during their deliberations. This case follows a similar contempt conviction of former strategist Steve Bannon, who was sentenced to four months in jail and is appealing the conviction. In lighter news, during her birthday trip to Crater of Diamonds State Park in Arkansas, seven-year-old Aspen Brown from Paragold found a remarkable 2.95-carat diamond in the park's north search area. This diamond, resembling the size of a green pea and boasting a golden-brown hue, is the second-largest discovery by a park visitor in the current year, following a 3.29-carat brown diamond found in March. Formerly a site for commercial diamond mining, the park transitioned into a state park in 1972. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. 
you have a tip topic or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.